Hey there, I'm Paul Lighting. You're listening to Elo Governor, the podcast. Happy Halloween, everyone, from L.O. Governor, the podcast. And as usual, I'm Abdullah. I'm Sam. Hi. And, uh, yeah, we're doing Halloween, even though we're recording this on the, what is it, what, what is today? The October 14th. Yeah, 14. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, okay. It's kind of hard to pick three movies that are kind of obscure, but here we are. Um, b- before we get started, I just want to say, like, out of all the movies we tried picking when we do these shows, like, usually, like, the new format of the show is, like, we, okay, for those that are new to these types of episodes, the movie episodes where we review movies, we originally started out doing, like, one movie per episode, but that kind of, you know, that was, th- those were too short, yeah. like, those weren't, th- those weren't very long, I mean, okay, they're, like, 40 or some odd minutes, but... To be quite honest, that they, they were. I mean, there are still great episodes. I still listen to them, you know, uh-huh. when I'm when I'm free. But like, a point is, we 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 changed the format to from one movie to to um, three, three movies. Three. Yeah. And out of all the formats we we we've done, I think this one works a lot better because we can just like talk from one movie to the next movie and next movie and you know yada yada yada. And because of this. It's usually really hard for us to pick three movies that have a, 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 a theme or something. Yeah. Uh, we, we, okay, we we tried doing history. We tried doing like a history episode. It did not work out. I think one episode would fill the entire hour, Abdullah. We're fine. Uh, we tried doing a history episode. That didn't work out. We tried doing a Dolph Lundgren episode, but the two movies we picked for that. Boring. Were pretty much the same. <laughs> they were boring. Yeah, uh, and then we tried doing. We we threw a bunch of ideas around like the the motorcycle themed episode, but you know that that never took off <laughs> for obvious reasons. Yeah, because we have to actually find the movies that have the common theme, but a lot of the times it's either well known or there's no access for the both of us to get it. And thus, we're thus so far we got like a Halloween episode, which we got like three different movies. First is a um, slasher movie, the other is a creature feature, and the last is a paranormal movie. But we'll talk about it later. So your turn. Um, yeah, I just I just want to say like out of all the episodes, like this was the hardest to pick three movies for because there's just so much fucking crappy horror movies that it's just impossible impossible to find one that 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 has not been talked about and i tried i mean we this is our best yeah like this is the best stuff i could pick out so if it's not to your liking then well tough shit go watch someone else who covered a much more popular movie cuz you know 
Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Because we we really need the 100th uh, review of Troll 2, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's why that's why one of the rules that we put on uh, on a, some file online is to not be copying the other internet reviewers with their reviews. That's pretty much a rule that we have to follow. We need to follow it. Although uh, mystery science theater movies are fair game. Yeah, fair game because they're riffing it, not reviewing it, like you said. Yeah, and um, another rule is. The movie has to be like an hour and thirty or some some odd minutes. I, I'm not doing two hours of this shit. I am not. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm not sitting through two hours of crap just to just to fill time. I'm not doing yeah. that. And no movies that are like mockbusters or are self-aware that they're shit. So anything like Sharknado, no. No asylum movies because the no asylum is also an easy uh, is also an easy target. Yeah, no easy targets. We are doing a little bit more obscure here, so prepare your anuses. Okay, so let's start with our first movie, Slaughter High. Sam, would you like to tell us about Slaughter High? Okay, nerd gets bullied. The bullying in April Fools, yeah. Then and then there's like at and then you know one one of the pranks got backfired and then you. And then you get the nerd all, oh my god, I'm 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 deformed. And then they never, and then, then they never saw each other again. And then they got into a reunion into the school in the middle of goddamn nowhere, from what it looks like, strangely. And yeah, and then they re- reunion reunion happened. And then one, and then slasher flick happens one by one. They all get killed. And then in the end, it's all a dream. And everyone, even me and Abdullah, is disappointed and raged. The end. I think the problem with this movie is if you've seen any slasher movie from any period of time, you've pretty much seen this movie because it does nothing new or original or anything, really. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, it's... I'm going to just say it's too typical, isn't it? We always get, like, the bully becomes the bullied revenge type of stuff, and if you think about it, it's it's always going to be like a staple in every slasher film. It's like the guy who used to be tortured now to- gets to torture people out of revenge. And then you just grow tired of that again. Honestly, what I would have loved, and this, and you'll agree with me, this would have been a much better movie, is if the nerd grew up and became Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> no, 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 no. The, no, I would imagine the ner- I would imagine the nerd dude would end up becoming Kevin Costner, and you know he's going to just dull everyone to death. The end. <laughs> now, now, now that I think about it, I, I do want to see Michael J. White play a serial killer. That would be an interesting. <laughs> it's going. It's going to be awkwardly racially charged, Abdullah. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, smell honkies. <laughs> so strong that it knocks the head off and slaps to the wall. <laughs> oh god, Gary Daniels is a cat-werewolf hybrid. I would pay to see that. <laughs> Man, any schlocky, ho- any schlocky horror, any schlocky action dude as a serial kill. No, that's, that's no, not Kane. I'm, I'm going to say not Kane. Fuck Kane. Sorry. 
No, you take that back. Kane was great. I mean, he was great Fine. with what was given. Fine. And I like Glenn Jacobs. Glenn Jacobs is a great guy. Don't talk shit about him. All right, I'm so All right, I'm taking it back. I'm taking it back. Maybe I was. Just... Yeah, I mean, come, I mean, anyone is better than Hornswoggle. Okay, anyone's better than fucking Hornswoggle in a yeah. cheap ass rubber leprechaun costume. Christ. No, no, no. Hornswoggle in a crocodile in a really scary crocodile suit, though. <laughs> You want that? We all want it. Uh, look, I think to me the most interesting thing about this movie isn't the movie itself, it's the production history. Yeah, the behind the scenes. Uh, uh, like, here's the interesting thing about this movie. All the actors are British. And, and it, you will know this by their horrible fucking American accents. They try so hard to not be British that they somehow slip from time to time. They're balancing between trying to act naturally and uh, speaking in an American accent. That was also, like- the kid who played the main killer, Marty, I think his name was. Was it Marty? I don't remember. I don't, I don't remember. He, uh, he unfortunately committed suicide uh, when the film finished wrapping. Why? No one knows why, but uh, yeah. Yeah, basically... Basically, it, the film was released somewhere two years after, right? Yeah, two years after his death. Okay. Which is funny because originally it was titled April Fool's Day, but there was another movie coming out <laughs> during that time, and they're like, fuck it, change it to Slaughter High. But no Slaughter High sounds super <laughs> schlocky, man. As in... <laughs> Slaughter High. <laughs> you yeah. check in, but you don't check out or some shit. Yeah, I mean, the location is actually kind of weird for me, as in, their school is in the middle of goddamn nowhere, as in, like, the fields and the farm, it's like, I can understand if they're, like, in a rural place, but every bully that, that became successful, and they just meet up in a very small school, I guess, as in the, one of the, the, one of the main characters became an actress or some shit. So it's like, wow. That's- oh god, I love I love that scene because she gets a call from her agent and her agent is obviously the fat balding pervert douchebag. Yeah. God damn, is he fun? Yeah. As in, as in, actually, the best one is like he was calling him a bitch, but but they have to put a really long pause between you and bitch, and it's like, dude, are you forgetting your lines or some shit? <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> As in, I either he's trying to like get the next line or trying to say bitch without making it sound like he has a British accent it's like you you bitch and I'm like okay this this should have been Cameron Mitchell this really should have been just Cameron Mitchell yeah. in a small cameo but you know I kind of some of the deaths and this are kind of hit and miss as in one of them uh, some of them are actually pretty interesting like you know um like the exploding stomach but the ones like you know the janitor by the way the black guy dies first rule for some reason the guy just like hangs the dude in a hook as in you cannot really see the hook and then he just like and then he like crucifies him and shit. And then you're wondering how can you die from a hook to the back? The hook doesn't even look sharp. Also, one of my main problems with this movie is it's fucking dark. Oh, I don't yeah. know who the fuck 
they got in charge of the lighting, but they were terrible. They were terrible. Yeah, like what, like some scenes, it's like, oh yeah, it's well light, well lit, and the the lighting's okay, and then and then in the darker scenes, it's like, oh Jesus fucking Christ. And it didn't help because the the copy I was watching was a VHS copy, so it had like really crappy quality. So uh, figures. Yeah. Um, on on my on my end, I it was like actually on my end, I just downloaded it. It was kind of okay, but you know the aspect ratio was weird. It wasn't the widescreen shit that I used to see. It's all like the square. The old analog shit. Well, I, I got I got those two horrible, lovely black bars that were in most of the VHS releases from the early early VHS releases. Damn it! All right. So, <laughs> so it, it's I don't know if that added anything really. It just made everything look worse on my end because it's just like, oh god, this movie's cheap and cheap enough looking as it is. Yeah. I don't really need to see fucking crappy VHS quality. Amen. Any. <laughs> But you know, actually, one of I was complaining about a lot of the deaths in the movie. I think one of the deaths is literally one dude. Um, okay, there's one guy and one girl, and they were like doing it in a bed, and then, and then, and then the girl was like holding on the bed rails, and then yeah, there's like they were, and then like like when they were like on the climax part, the girl got shocked, and then and then the girl like electrocuted because the Actually, it's that's kind of interesting that the, the dude was using chemistry to kill everybody, which is kind of interesting for me. It's for me, but they were the the girl is like electrocuted, holding holding. She was still holding the handrails. I was like, dude, why don't you just let us go? And then like the next frame, she was like, she was like very, she like super shocked. Uh, she was like electrocuted to death. And then and then you. And then, and, and then you're, she still didn't let go. And then I could at least understand if the woman just let go and and got out. But no, she did. There was no implication that the she was stuck to the rails. Really, it's just like just take your hands off the rails, you dumb bitch. I think my I think the only death I really liked, well, two deaths was the spiked beer can and the um. And the car one. Yeah. That the, was the only two interesting ones. Yeah, the car one. The other one I did like was the bat scene, mostly because um, they, mostly because knowing chemic, knowing a bit, uh, knowing in some chemical way, she, her skin should have just fall off and turned into this weird gooey thing. But when the, at the final product just ends up being her as a skeleton. That's it. And all of, really? Shit. I think my main problem with that scene was, of course, in typical horror movie fashion, oh no, my clothes got blood on them, I gotta take, take my shirt off and take a bath. Yeah. Because, you know, in an abandoned high school, no less. So. I <laughs> There's also a lot of, like, cut problems in the movie, as in, in the opening scene where the, with the first prank, the girl, the, the popular girl wants to, was pranking the nerd to sleep with her, and then, yeah, she, she was outside, and all the shot. The first shot you see is that she has, the guy was wearing underwear, and then when they were about, when she was to, like, pull out, and then April Fool's, you already saw him naked, and I'm all, what happened to his pants? Did he just magically disappear? <laughs> But I think my favorite character in the entire movie, which is sadly he's only in like the first 20 minutes, but I really love the coach because he's just the worst. The coach that punishes everybody by exercising more PE. Because out of all the actors, he has the most trouble hiding his British accent. (laughs) 
Yeah, but you know, it was it in a way that that's the best part. As in, people who fail at, who fail at trying hard to act is better than acting. At least he is. A oh god, I, I love I love when they run into the black guy. And he's like, "Weren't you the janitor? I was the janitor, but now I'm the nightkeeper or some shit. I don't caretaker know. or something. Yeah, caretaker. And I'm like, wow, really? What are the fucking odds? Yeah. <laughs> the guy who used to be the janitor is now the gate the gatekeeper or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... Look, I mean, outside of the hokey acting and some of the cool deaths, it, there's not, not much to this movie. Yeah, it's kind of paper. It's like staple. It's like very, very generic. And aside from the the main slasher guy get killing himself before the movie was released, you kind of wondered, will there be a curse? Will that make the movie more popular if that was a curse? And then every every single one of those actors just, like, died and shit. That sadly didn't happen. I think my main problem with this movie is it's so boring and by the numbers. It's nothing I have not seen before. Like, I get it, I get it. We, we watch these schlocky movies because, you know, they're schlock and they're terrible and I don't should, should expect quality. But goddamn, like, After- Something, you know? Effort. At least some effort. Or some creativity. I mean, it's not the worst slasher movie I've seen. I mean, that that honor still goes to Leprechaun Origins, but still... It's not not good. It's not a good movie. I mean, I would say if you, if you want to get a couple friends over, get drunk and want to watch something, you know, watch this. But if you want to watch a good movie, go watch the original Nightmare on Elm Street. That's much better. Yep. Anything, really. Hey, we beg you, please. <sighs> Moving on to our next movie. Yay! We can, yay! I want to review this movie. It, I, yeah. This is a movie I want to see be a cult movie. I am shocked that this movie's not more popular. Yeah. I am really shocked that this that that this kind of schlock isn't more popular with with uh, with you know sites and all that shit. Because <laughs> okay, our our next movie is King Cobra. Yeah. Which is again about a giant snake, but it, it's Jaws with a giant snake. Okay. It's no, Jaws with a no. giant. snake. No, no, Jaws with a giant snake popping. Yeah, <laughs> starring Tat motherfucking Marita. <laughs> yeah, as in that was the that was the biggest surprise in the movie. It's like we get Eric Estrada and Eric Estrada and Pat Morita, and then they bring, and then you get like a bunch of other dudes there, but. It started really slow, personally, and then it started like, uh, yeah, stuff happens, stuff happens, they're trying to build it up, and then boom, giant cobra. I think, to me, what makes this movie fun is the the cheesy, it's everything a good B-movie should be. Has, like, really cheesy acting, cheesy exposition, horrendous special effects, and just Pat Morita, man. (laughs) Goddamn, I forgot, I forgot. Just how charming he really was. He was. Like he's he's one of the most. He was one of the most charming motherfucking actors of our generation. And it's and it's sad that um, he's no longer with us. Yeah, I want him to. I want him to teach us more about snakes. <laughs> I want that guy to be our teacher now on snakes. <laughs> like I love that scene. It's entire scene of Pat Marina explaining snake facts. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself. How is this movie not more popular? Pat Marina is explaining snake facts. 
Yeah, but you know, it started off real slow, like you said. As in, it's all about building the world, building the characters a bit, building the build up to the giant ass snake, and then Pat Morita shows up, and the killer cobra shows up, and shit just happens. <laughs> oh god, I love his introduction as well, where they just call him. He's like, "We need an expert," and they just call him. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then, and then the orange, how the snake came to be is kind of awkwardly fun, funny too. It's like they're trying to make a serum that would make somebody angry without side effects. So hulking without being green and all. Isn't anger pretty much like a, a side effect on itself or some shit? Oh god, and then Carrot Top fucks up and then all hell breaks loose. All hell breaks loose. And then, and then he just eventually pops up, as in the start, it's like they're trying to, like, camera, first-person camera duding the fuck out of the guy, and, uh, the victims, it's like, it's just camera, and then, yeah, the people start sort of dying, though how the reveal of the snake happens when two, du- two dudes in underwear, they're, they're like, a guy and a girl in underwear, they're getting it on, and then, 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 giant snake, and then, yeah, it just attacks, and then, the revelation of the King Cobra was just the funniest shit ever, and, like, I'm Oh, God, because it, it, it comes out of nowhere, it's just a guy coming back home, sitting down, and then he notices the reflection on his TV, and behind him is this giant-ass cobra. Yeah, and then, as then the snake, in a way, was, it, was actually just striking in a boopish kind of way as in there's no as in knowing snakes they can like eat the people right eat the people and digest oh them. god and it's and it's the cheapest looking fucking thing i've seen in my life and it, it was it's so it's so hilarious i'm like i can't so I, adorable no when i saw it i'm like i love this movie and then pat marina showed up showed up and i'm like why is this movie not more popular? I really like this movie, okay? I, think, I really like this movie. I think movie. it's the dudes that, like, try to not, try to watch, like, the first minute, and, like, the first half is, like, boring as fuck. Before the revelation of the snake at Pat Morita, it was boring as fuck. Aside from Eric Estrada appearing there, he, it, it was kind of slow, and it's trying to build shit up, and then, boom, the good shit happens, then it's like, you're officially awesome. Thank you. <laughs> I love Pat, Pat Morita in this movie because he looks so embarrassed <laughs> to be in this movie. But he, God bless him. He he will commit to anything. Yeah. And I mean anything. Yeah. I guess, in an, I guess that's what we need more. As in, we like actors that try to, that put love into their acting, thus making the movie good. How about a guy who doesn't like that much on the movie, but is still committed to it, thus, and, you know, he's he's keeping natural, and boom, he's got magic. That's Pat Morita. I, I love, I, oh god, it's hard picking one favorite scene with him in this movie, because he's just so, so good. The standoff oh with the dude with, the, the, the standoff with the scientist with the eye patch. <laughs> no, I love the scene where he's like, why don't we just shoot it? Oh, okay, here's a shotgun, shoot it! He <laughs> could be anywhere! <laughs> yeah, I think, I think the rest of the movie was just me laughing. I kind of... I love his I love his introduction because they call him up and he's like yeah okay I'll be there 
and then you see you see his assistant like taking out a snake venom. Yeah. And and he tells her something. Remember, don't don't let it bite you or something. And I'm like, is is this Mr. Miyagi? Is Appar- this what he's doing now after? after apparently, apparently in the movie, the guy has been bitten by snakes so many times that he has venom antibodies in his blood. Yes. <laughs> that is fucking cool to have. If I have a superpower, I want a venom antibody so that I will stay healthy no matter how many crazy shit's gonna happen to me. Oh god, I, I'm just I'm just really disappointed that he didn't tell them. Okay, the only way to stop that to stop that snake is to wax cars. <laughs> <laughs> wax on, wax off, kill snake. Wax on, wax off, kill snake. Oh god, I'm I'm disappointed. No one crane kicked that motherfucking snake in the face. That would have been awesome. <laughs> no, I would want to see. To be honest, I would want to see that. Actually, I would want to see the snake with as the the as the dude with as the bully from the first Karate Kid, and then they, and then the, and then the main character and then Mr. Miyagi versus this guy versus the giant snake, and then they had the, and they have a kung fu brawl, and then bam, bam. I, I think to me, like what what makes Pat Morita such a great actor is the fact that he's committed to everything, and he is just one of the most charming and likable characters. It, ever like he's one of the most like okay all the characters in this movie are are cheesy yeah it's... but for some odd reason I gave a shit about his character in this <laughs> yeah I, yeah I don't know why but he's just that charming okay I'm sorry yeah actually I will admit his appearance in SpongeBob SquarePants the one with when Sandy goes all kill Bill I kind of I kind of see what where they were going. <laughs> Yeah, that was the the sadly that was the final thing he did. Yeah, sadly. That that was. Uh, I mean, I know that some of his recent like older stuff was discovered and released on you know video and all that stuff, but like it's all really crappy comedies, and I'm like I I, I don't wanna I don't wanna like cover that kind of crap because I because I have too much respect for the dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I don't we don't want to do it. I'm sorry. We we just like Pat Morita too much to not. To not do it. I'll I'll do more Pat Morita movies. I'll fucking find any any fucking just, thing that looks cheesy and fun. <laughs> yeah, just just not just not a whole episode. Just like him as a side character, most likely. Yeah. So with that said, slow start, great in the middle. Just skip the just skip just skip the middle part. The two years later time jump. Go straight to Pat Morita. Go straight to the, the revelation of the snake. And then you got you got you got a good movie experience. Also, I really love the redneck bounty hunters. They, they, oh my they were god, fucking awesome! <laughs> they were oh my god, their traps. I, I their traps almost feel like a Roadrunner thing, right? <laughs> I'm like, why isn't there a spinoff with these guys? I can see an entire fucking franchise with these guys. <laughs> Rednecks, redneck hunters. <laughs> I would, Oh god! Actually, again, then you got, and then you got the sheriff with the, who spits tobacco, who constantly keeps spitting tobacco and and giving out one-liners, and and the scientist with the eye patch. It's just so fucking cheesy, but I love it so much. 
<laughs> hey, um, don't you think? Do you think? And it's just an opinion. Do you think that this movie is a little bit self-aware that it's a bad, it's a cheesy B movie? I. It's hard to tell, really. Yeah, it's like cause... it's almost second nature that it was so natural that you cannot tell. I think. Cause, cause, cause they do. <sighs> And the reason I say it's not self-aware is because there are cheesy, well, not cheesy scenes. There are really terrible scenes with the main character and his love interests, uh. which were really awful, which were room quality awful, by the way. So yeah. We'll just ignore those. We'll just ignore them. Just, just concentrate more on the Pat Morita. <laughs> I just, I was sold because I didn't know anything about this movie. I was just like, oh, here's a dumb snake movie called King Cobra, and it's on YouTube. Let me watch it. And then Pat Morita's name shows up, and I'm like, holy shit! <laughs> yeah, every, yeah. It, yeah, you kind of wonder if this movie is actually self-aware, but you kind of think it's at least too, it's at least too good to try hard to be self-aware. At least it's good or some shit. I just, I really like this movie. I'm sorry. It's one of the best, one of the, my favorite movies we watch for the show. Actually, I and will give, I will give you this. The slow start kind of slowed me down, but I think the Pat Morita kind of redeemed it, and the snake. And the... It's, it's, I wouldn't say it's high up there, but it's one of the best movies we've seen on the show. Come on, like, you can't, you Yeah, I, I, yeah, I agree. So far, best, uh, best. But which is better, King Cobra or oh. Tactical Force? Oh, god damn it! why do you keep asking me that? <laughs> I I'm I'm gonna say something that I I never thought I would say ever, but I would say King Cobra because because oh while I like Tactical Force, it still suffers from being you know too cheap yeah and then and restricted to one location yeah at least montage shots they have montage shots <laughs> no I really like Tactical Force because God damn it that that movie got fucking character interactions right and that's 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 yeah. something rarity. Alright, so we'll just say this. King Cobra's good as a self-aware overall cheesy movie and Tactical Force is good because it's it's a modern day style of B-movie. Gotcha? Uh, let me just say like, okay the here's the best of stuff we've reviewed for this show. Yeah. My personal picks anyway. Um, Undisputed 2 yes. uh, Blood and Bone yep. a, a, a Witness to a Kill and King Cobra Personal, personally, personally, that and our uh, and while we never reviewed this movie, I think it's you can you'll agree with me that it's hands down the best movie we've ever watched for the show, Star Crash. Amen. <laughs> yes, we will review that soon. I don't know when, but we will, we will we will start gushing about how badly awesome it is. <laughs> we will do that. We'll do that someday. But but I just want to say, like, it's not, like, when we do the show, like, we do find some good stuff. I mean, we've seen a lot of good stuff, like Undisputed 2, Blood and, Bo- Blood and Bone, you know, King Cobra, uh, Tactical for Tactical Forest, A Witness to a Kill. Well, it's, it's not a lot, but God damn it, it's something. I'll, you know, I'll take what I can get. Yeah, <laughs> I guess that's the whole thing, as in, we, have, we, we need to find, like, the great gems in a sea of shit and mediocrity. That's our yeah, challenge. That's, that's my mission statement for this entire show now. <laughs> yes. Don't oh, give up God. and go Okay. Now, it's only fitting. It's kind of weird, like, we're talking a lot about death in this episode. Because the uh, next movie is produced by... Wes Craven. Our next... Well, not Wes Craven. Uh, you... 
our, our next movie is produced by Wes Craven, and okay, if ever there was one movie I could point to and say this is when horror started becoming shit, it'd be Wishmaster. Wishmaster. I hate this movie with a fucking passion. I like it's. It's it's on there. It's on there for the lowest of the low. This is like one of the worst movies we've ever reviewed yeah. for the show. Agreed. For me personally, because for me personally, and, and you want to know why? Why? Because it it had amazing practical effects, and they just wasted them. With okay, how did they waste them? Bad CGI, useless plot, them logic screwed over. As in, one thing I actually did like is that. There is no such thing as an evil, scary ass genie. I I think I think that is a good potential for a good horror movie. But then you get wasted by well, a plot involving feminist character being she, being totally emo because friend's own guy dies from the genie, and then she gets visions. An awkward, orgasmic sounds of her seeing all the wishes coming true in very shitty ways. And then you're all like, so when will these two meet and they would have an epic wish-off? The problem with this movie is there's no plot. Like, there's legitly no, like, legit, there's no fucking plot to this. Yeah. Like, okay, evil genie gets imprisoned by a wizard in a gem and... And he wants to come out, and after three wishes, he'll he'll destroy the world with shitty CGI. And and okay, fine, you know, simple concept, but it feels like a fucking TV movie stretched to not a TV movie, a pilot episode for a TV series stretched out for to an hour and thirty two minutes. Yeah, and and it's fucking horrible. Like, like there is. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just gonna go rant on this. Uh, look, I understand what they were trying to do. They were trying to create the next Friday the 13th and Nightmare on Elm Street. They, it was at that period when everyone was getting sick of those movies and they wanted something new. I get it. But the problem is those movies became popular over time. You see where I'm getting at. You know, they became popular over time. They built their cult status over time. Yeah. I mean... You can't, you can't create a movie and then say we we're hoping this would be a was this going to be next franchise because you're you're doomed to fail, apparently, doomed to fucking fail. Apparently, a lot of horror cameos are there, and it's just basically the actors who acted in a very very famous horror movies getting killed by whatever wish the Wishmaster did there. Yeah, Ted Raimi is there because Ted Raimi, Kane Hodder is there because Kane Hodder. Tony Todd is there because Tony Todd. Robert England is the only guy who's trying to to play an actual character, but the problem with him is he he still thinks he's playing a bad guy. Yeah, it- I, I I fucking hate this movie so much. Like it it's so fucking dull and by and, and not by the numbers. Fucking slaughter slaughter high was by the numbers. This is just we're trying to re- revive a, a, the slasher genre. But we're failing miserably. Personally, I think they are trying way too hard that somehow it just stumbles, fails, falls off the ground, dugs dugs deep into the fucking ground and just dies. It's just trying so hard that it's not even that good try hard. It's just trying hard to be horror. And and, and again, this is the reason why I say this is the movie where I can point to and say this is when horror started becoming shit. 
is because this is the movie that that has everything I hate about modern horror movies. Shitty jump scares, shitty acting, shitty characters, and just plots that that aren't plots, that, that, that are just like, I don't even know how to describe it, because it's just, oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> we're going, we're just going with crazy, with strong, independent, no one who need no man, fucks, finds, finds thing that got trapped, fucks it up, fucks it up, gets, and then epic quote unquote chase happens, and then, you know, actually a lot of, a lot of the time I'm all I'm, a lot of the time, I'm more interested with the go- with the practical effects than I do with the CGI because the CGI was just fucking weird. And then one death was like the the policeman was like glue, quote unquote glued to the. Glued. Oh my god, that looked awful. I, they were glued to the gate thing, and then the wishmaster who tries so hard to be so smug and evil walks through, and then somehow he explodes, and then there's like crappy CGI glass appearing. It's like, dude, is this 3D? Are you trying to make it 3D and shit? No. It, it's awful, and there is no excuse because fucking what was it? This is 1997. Yeah. So there's no excuse for the CGI to look this shit. Spawn! <laughs> like, okay, like, uh, fucking, what was it? Terminator 2 came out, like, what, 1991, and it looks, and it still holds up today, yeah. you know, reasonably well yep. for, you know, CGI. And so what, why, so why is it that a movie that come that came out in 1997 looks like complete ass? Budget! It's just, it's really fucking stupid, because, like, Again, the practical effects are fucking awesome. The makeup is amazing. The transformation sequence from, like, when he's a little guy to a big guy, that was fucking amazing because that was all done practically without any CGI. But then but then they just have to ruin it with goofy shit like him transforming into a human by putting someone's, putting, you know, cutting someone's face, face off. off and putting it on. Yeah. And just, face off. I just... What is this? What the fuck am I watching? I don't know either. As in, the guy is just using the power of Deus Ex trolling to to make to make himself stronger. Okay, just make the guy make a person make a dude make a wish, and then make a dude make a wish, and then he makes it come true, and then you know basically tr- trolling. He just trolls everybody with Gary Stu powers. And, and the problem is he he's just so tall and boring and just I. Okay, Freddy Krueger, he's a great character because he has a personality. He has a sense of humor. He's, you know, he plays with his victims. He's sadistic. He's, he's you know, Freddy. Yeah. You know, Michael Myers is scary because he's an insane person. Yep. He's an insane person running around killing people in really violent, realistic ways. That's what people kind of forget about the first Halloween is, like, what made it so scary was it wasn't, like, cheesy gore. It was, like really realistic fucking creepy shit that they were doing in the, with that movie. Yeah, I think the... Like the, like the scene where he cho- where he chokes her with the phone cord? Jesus Christ. It's fucking horrifying. Yeah. I think the... Basically, the why I didn't like this dude is like, the only thing that is scary about him is his voice. As in, we're trying... The guy is trying to be evil, yet so suave, and yet a little bit manipulative, but the dude's voice just... They gave it away as goddamn obvious. It's like, oh, seriously, voice. Yeah, he's doing a he's doing a Palpatine impression. Yeah. Where he talks like this. <laughs> Make your wish, and I'm like, nope, sorry. Basically, that would have been a red flag if the dude has a very cre- obviously creepy voice trying to say, "I can make your wish just come true." Say no. Fuck that shit. 
And and it's it's a shame because once again, like Spawn, the makeup effects are fucking amazing. <laughs> Why waste it on really, really, really bad movies? Like and I love that scene where she goes into the jewel and, and he shows her what he what he's planning to do. And then he there's this really creepy creature that follows her and yeah. it's practical and it, it looks so creepy and awesome and it's just wasted on this fucking movie. I know. And basically its minions are like summoning a bunch of scr- badly badly designed robotic Statue people. That's what we need. Statue people. That's totally not cliche. And apparently one day, one day it's like CGI, actually good. The other, dude in a suit. Dude in a goddamn suit. Oh god, I hate the statue scene because like you can tell when she's walking down the hall, it's all statues. But when she turns around and then when the police show up, it's fucking guys in suits. Oh yeah, and then Jack the Ripper just pops out of nowhere and kills somebody. The end. For some reason. Yeah, Jack the Ripper comes out of a painting and got someone. As in, it could have been awesome, and it, it could have been awesome if the guy, if Jack the Ripper also killed, also killed, actually, what? Actually kills the dude who's supposed to be Candy, it would be the dude behind Candyman, I guess. Like, shit. Oh, God. And I, <laughs> and, and, and again, the, the final climax, when everything goes to shit with, at the party, I, what I wanted was just to, just to have a repeat of the opening. Because the opening is in Persia, and everything's going to shit, but everyone's turning into monsters and that was kind of cool though. That was oh my cool. god, I love the I love the death where the guy's skeleton comes out of his body. Yeah, that was fucking amazing. Yeah, I was like, damn, why can't we do? We I want to see more of this. It's like, thank you for the opening, and then eventually the end of the movie happened, and then we're all fucked this shit. And I love the piano wire death where the piano comes to life and then chokes a guy to death and rips his head off. Yeah, that's... that was fucking amazing because it's all practical and it's just. You don't see this anymore. It's just oh. actually, actually, one scene where one of the statue dudes whacked the guy in the face, and then when he comes out, it almost looks like it's like squished. It was kind of hilariously oh. adorable. <laughs> oh god, but I, I I love Robert England's death because they gave him obviously they gave him the best death where he throws a black gunk and then the black gunk mutates and then you know starts spouting out tentacles and grabbing the woman. And again, all practical effects. It looks fucking amazing. Yeah. Why did I waste it all on this movie? With us. Yeah. With, with, with you know, basically the dumbest plot, the really pointless plot. There's no plot. <laughs> There's also the sister that I believe that only exists to make the bestial death happen. Pretty. Oh, God. I, I, I love the sister because she shows up, spots exposition, and then leaves. <laughs> yeah. Actually, there's like one scene with... When they, uh, when the gu- the dude was calling on the phone, as like it was on speakerphone, and then the girl just wa- the protagonist just walks in, c- grabs the phone, yells out "fuck you," and just just drops the phone and leaves. That's like the awkwardest "fuck you" I've ever heard, and I'm just like, Jesus, this is so bad. <laughs> uh, and what source is like this spawned like three fucking sequels on video. Direct to DVD. Yeah. Why? So yeah, someone actually paid enough money for. This movie must have been a financial success at the box office because it spawned three sequels. Why? 
Which I'm not gonna do, cause fuck off, I'm not doing those. Yeah, no sequels to Blockbusters unless stated by Abdullah, so fuck Space Jam 2 and Kindergarten Cop 2, okay. No, fuck, fuck uh, the Wishmaster sequels, I'm not doing those, uh, yeah. you know. Cause I, I, look, I didn't want to hate this movie, I'm like, okay, you know, the, the practical effects are really good, and you know, Evil Genie, that's kinda interesting, but it just is so fucking... Dumb, and it's not even good. Dumb. It's just I, I, I am shocked. I am shocked that my, Malcolm McDowell wasn't in this fucking movie. Oh dear God! Because this, we... this movie was up his alley, wasn't it? Wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, most likely he could have been Caligula for all we know. <laughs> I just look. I I don't. I don't look. I don't go into the uh, when we review movies, we don't review them with the intention of shitting on them. Yeah. But when a movie pisses me off, I, I'm sorry. It really, you know, pisses me off. That's... Like, I, I, I don't give this movie credit. It's not the worst horror movie I've seen. The, the, again, I'll still stand by that. The worst horror movie I've seen so far, and nothing will beat it, is Leprechaun, Thor, Leprechaun Origins. Fuck you, that is, still, that is still the worst horror movie I've ever seen, and nothing has beaten it so far. Yeah, could save yourself lucky horror. <laughs> oh, God. And, yeah, I just uh, I just kind of feel sorry for Wes Craven, because this was the point where he went on to produce, and this is when his career kind of went down the shitter. Yeah. <laughs> and then... He spent, he spent the, the later years of his life either producing shitty movies, putting his name on, on fucking crappy direct-to-video movies to fool people into buying them, or making movies that no one has ever heard of. Yeah, kind of, yeah, you can't help but feel sorry for the guy. As in, the guy did a lot of good stuff, and then, you know, when popularity came, you're trying to find the next best thing, and then, boom, people just... <sighs> Then, like, I really, I really love Wes Craven, and I'm not gonna blame him for this because, again, you know, if, not, if you not blaming if, him either, if, not blaming him. If, if you're popular and and they, if you and people want to use your name to sell shit, then fine, whatever. I'll put my name on whatever crap as well. But still, like, it it makes me sad because this is this reminds me of you know that period where you know late '90s Wes Craven was pretty much washed up, and he was washed up until. 2011, where he made a brief comeback with Scream 4. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. That was his last movie, which is kind of ironic, because, you know, Scream was the movie that um, re, re, um, revitalized, revitalized the slasher genre, yeah. and it's it, it, his last movie was a Scream movie. So Apparently... Apparently my folks watched the screen TV show and they didn't like it all that much. <laughs> oh, God. I just, I don't know. I, I kind of feel depressed after watching this movie because I'm like, oh, this is the point where horror just went to shit. Really did. <laughs> and never recovered. Ever. Yeah, I guess. So, yeah, happy Halloween, everyone. Hopefully the movies you picked will be much better than ours. Yeah, and I hope you actually watch good horror movies and not the ones on DVD. But if you want to talk about horror movies on DVD, please tell us, and we'll probably bash it or like it. I don't know. I don't know which. Also, I I just want to make one thing clear. Yeah. I I me and Sam talked about this, and I, and I think I told her like I wasn't gonna do Day Jam movies, but after watching, you know what? <laughs> I am reconsidering that. <laughs> what? 
Because nothing Danny Trejo makes will ever be as bad as that uh, that other movie that we watched. I'm not going to mention. All right. Surprise everybody, please. <laughs> also, fuck Malcolm McDowell. I'm just... <laughs> TLDR, we watched something with Malcolm McDowell and we hated it. Why is he there? Uh, no, I'll probably... I'll do Danny Trejo movies, but not with him in the starring role. I'll probably like in supporting role or something. Not, not yeah. Like, yeah, that, sure. that, that sounds fair. <laughs> so anyway, happy Halloween, everyone. Happy Halloween. Stay, sa- stay safe, and we'll see you all later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.